All right, here we go. Let's see if I can get this actually done correctly today. Uh, so, uh, everybody, welcome to another episode of Politically Miscorrect. I think this is number 17. Coming to you from the studios of Grand Fork's best source, GFBS. Uh, make sure you check out our other shows. We got uh, Dirty Thursdays at 11 o'clock if you're into dirt racing. Uh, Catfishing Best Source, 7 o'clock at, uh, on Tuesdays. We also got Joe's Chalk Talk, which goes into fantasy sports. We do those. Uh, it kind of depends. Just kind of keep your eye out for them. You'll, you'll notice when it goes live. Uh, and, and also uh, some, some more uh, shows like Morning Updates, uh, if you're into news, all that kind of stuff. So uh, with all that being said, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to just go jumping right into uh, and thanking our sponsor for today, which is Executive Properties. Uh, and instead of doing their normal ad, I'm actually going to uh, read off a testimonial from a customer that has actually used executive properties and is really happy uh, with, with their work. Um, so this, uh, this text from a customer, uh, they called executive properties in desperation for an egress window install in Minto before winter. Uh, when they contacted several other companies and were told they uh, would come over uh, for the summer, but uh, they must have forgot about us because executive properties agreed to the project. They gave us instructions on what to do before they arrived. They first drove up to lay down a blanket to warm the ground and then came back and completed uh, the job quickly. They did a great job cleaning up afterwards, which I greatly appreciated. They stuck around excuse me, and gave us some uh, helpful hints and ideas as we are remodeling our basement. They later emailed and texted me to make sure we were happy with the finished project and said I could call back if they had uh, any other remodeling questions. Very kind and reliable and complete, uh, competitively priced. Uh, this is what Executive Properties does all the time. Call 701-330-1273 or go to executiveproperties.org. Um, they'd also said that they'd like to add that they were careful and did not damage anything in the yard or landscaping. So, uh, yeah, uh, these guys over at Executive, you know, if you have anything that you need done, they're going to take care of you. They'll give you a call back right away. And, you know, if they don't do that work, they'll make sure that they refer you to somebody that does. But the big thing is that they're going to make sure that, uh, you know, you're not just left out in the dark. They're, they're going to get a hold of you. All right. So moving on to the show. Well, uh, let's do some introductions here. Uh, first off, I believe we got back Ethan. Ethan, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're looking up, good. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot. I've been just bumbling over here. It's been a long day, really long day for me. Uh, so I'm assuming we're going to have some really good topics, uh, that you're going to be going over here. Yes, All right. Sure. And then, uh, in front of me here, I have Mr. Ben. Ben, hello, how are you doing hello, today? Hello. I'm doing all right. It's been a long week. Yeah. But happy to be back as always. All so. right. And then obviously, uh, to, well, this button says left, uh, left, but it's there to me, Mr. Prophet McFly. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. All right. I think I got my cameras on point here. Oh, and then, uh, let's not forget, uh, Katie. Katie's over there. Oh, yeah. Hold on. All right. There you go. And there's Katie. What's up, everyone? I'm just here to fill a spot. (laughs) No, Katie's, she's always helping out. She's making sure that, uh, there's so many buttons here to take care of. Katie's making sure that I get, I get it done here properly. I kind of, I make sure the show runs sort of smoothly. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) You do an awesome job. All right. So, uh, let's, uh, let's get this going. Who wants to jump this off? It looks like Ben looks like you got something in your hand there. Yeah. So, uh. 
A little bit of unfortunate news this week. Uh, there was a shooting in Atlanta. Uh, it took place at three different spas. Uh, the shooter's name was Robert Aaron Long. He's 21 from Woodstock, Georgia. He first drove to Young's Asian Parlor, uh, where he shot four. Uh, he shot five. He killed four, and one was injured but in stable condition at the hospital. Uh, he then drove to Gold Spa and Aromatherapy Spa, where four more people were shot dead. And yeah, awful news. Mm-hmm. So sorry yeah, to sure. start off the show a little depressing, but. It is something that we needed to touch on, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, so. yeah, sure. you know, I've been so busy. I, like, all I saw was a notification to lower my flag for this, and mm-hmm. I had no idea what even happened. So when you came in here, I mean, this is the, the first of it that I even really, you know, saw because I, I turned off my TVs and off my everything there mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah, I, I hadn't really looked into it either, but I'd, I'd been seeing social media posts about, like, you know, the Asian hate crime spike that we've been seeing. and mm-hmm. the, only, the, only, the only posts I've been seeing are... Cardi B at the Grammys. Oh. That's the only post that I've been seeing. So that, that, we got that oh. safe for later. I wonder why, I wonder why Paul. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's my following. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, this it sounds like very tragic news. I mean, so uh, Ethan, uh, what's what's your thoughts on this, man? What's going on? Yeah, there's been reports that. It was racially motivated, but there was also been reports by the FBI and and other authorities, and they've been saying they don't think it's uh, racially motivated. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, it sounds like it wouldn't it would be more like a. I mean, he <clears throat> said he was targeting like female. Mm-hmm. It was like more spa like, owners. That yeah, that sounds I like guess a sex crime. Yeah, that's what I would think. They, they say he might. It might be uh, sex related, and um, yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. What do yeah. you think, Prof? I don't. Um, I think obviously that it was a hate crime, and it should be treated as such. I don't like this. Uh, we have this trend in the country of anytime there's a mass shooting, we. No, there's a lot to impact with what you said, actually. But before I even get into that, um, just condolences to the victims and families and people who are dealing with this right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's For sure. six, hurt, six hurt families and a lot of businesses that are dangerously affected. Um, there is an issue of gun violence in this country that I think because of the pandemic and all the stuff that happened in 2020, we forgot was one of the major issues we were dealing with in 2019. Um, and it's sad that it takes something like this to remind us of that. But we should be completely aware of that. And this is a gun-only NRA member right here saying that. But we should be completely aware of that. Um, and, yeah, just condolences, honestly, is where I'm at with it. I also don't like victim-blaming. So if people are saying of Asian descent this feels like a hate crime, I don't know what that looks like. So if they're saying that's what it looks like, then I'm going to go with them with that. So, uh, you know, you said that you thought that it was racially motivated. What, why, yeah. why do you say that? Though? I mean, because also I think, I mean, we're going to get to this too, but the, um, the sniper or whatever shoot outside Kamala Harris's house, she's also a woman of Asian descent, same week. You know, it doesn't seem coincidental to me. So, so you think that there was another uh, person that did that to Kamala Harris, but probably part of the same group? No, or? they were motivated by the same person that thought Kung Flu was a good joke. Or calling it the China virus is a good idea. 
All right, Ben, you got any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, um, I just want to start off by saying um, both uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray and the local police would disagree with you. Um, Well, you know how I feel about police, so. Yeah, yeah. but this is is coming from Forbes. Uh, So they say FBI Director Christopher Wray told NPR Tuesday's Atlanta area shootings that killed eight people, six of whom were Asian American, do not seem to be linked to race. Backing up local police uh, who say the alleged shooter was probably motivated by a sex addiction rather than racial animus, a theory that's drawn skepticism and pushback from some corners. Mm-hmm. So, because I can also add to the him having a sex addiction, uh, he literally was also planning to shoot up some porn industries as well porn industry buildings so two things can't exist at once because you guys like to do this a lot and i think it's not fair to the victims or to the incident someone can be a sex pedophile and a trafficker and a violent person and commit a hate crime as well right two things can happen at once right but one thing one thing could also happen without the other though. yeah but you two can't things can happen at once you can't just happening. but you can't it's the same thing you can't make the assumption that neither are happening because one fits a narrative that you find more convenient you don't believe in systemic racism, so a, a racially motivated crime would disrupt that narrative. So obviously you're not going to look to see it that way. But when people who are victims of the crime are saying, we see it that way, to dismiss them and find another narrative is a bit cold. No, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the evidence of racial motivation. So right now there is none. There is zero, zero evidence proving that he went out with the intent to harm Asian Americans rather than just go out and shoot up some random places because he is a scumbag. So, well, I mean, I, I would, right. I would say that. And I, I, I mean, from what I'm hearing of this, because like I said, I mean, this is kind of new to me, but it sounds like he was targeting women that worked in the spa. Yeah. And I mean, even that if, it, and it could more, be racially motivated. I mean, if they were all Asian, but it could, could be it motivated could. by kinks as well. We don't really I'm, know. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just waiting for the evidence to come out the, to prove it because the burden of proof isn't to prove that it wasn't racist. The burden of proof is to prove that it was racist. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it would be guilt, uh, innocent until proven guilty. So I'm going to assume that it wasn't racially motivated until there's evidence that comes the out. The 40% increase in hate crimes that. against Asian Americans since February would state differently. That higher spike, I think it's 90% since the China virus was said this time last year, is another statistic. And a bunch of Asian Americans saying that this looks and sounds familiar they understand this type of violence. This is not the first time this has happened to them in one of their businesses. They recognize what's going on. To discard those testimonies is to discard their pain and their trauma. So are you saying, because, um, you know, we had the coronavirus and everything and, you know, saying that it came out of China. So you're, you're, uh, you're putting the two together saying that this guy was also targeting. I'm not putting the two. I'm saying that's an actual stat. So they hate crimes against Asian Americans. Has because because of happened. because of COVID. Because no, not the, because of COVID, because the leader of the free world wanted to associate an ethnicity with COVID. Actually, the Washington Post months before the China, I mean, uh, Trump started saying China virus and there were memes about it. And also every single mainstream outlet reported it as China virus because it occurred in China. No, no, that's that's not that's, that's not true. actually true. Actually, it's true. I have the headline. The, the word China virus didn't start. His own people had it called the coronavirus. He crossed it out and wrote Chinese virus over it. Like, that's an actual thing. The Washington Post posted. 
also, headline we, we spoke virus. about this in previous episodes before you were on the show. Um, the Washington Post is like the New York Post and the National Enquirer. They're not really a reliable news source. I'm sure they printed I'm a retraction of on the very yeah, next. I think yeah, very I'm very next, aware yeah, that the very Washington next. Post yeah, so they probably posted the retraction the very next thing and didn't care about it. So we're just mm-hmm. not going to use reaction posts. If you have like a more reliable, like you have the Wall Street Journal or like Forbes or Department of Justice, something like that. What do you think no, of that? What do you think of the Epic Times? I've, I've just seen that that one's been popping up a lot. Yeah, and it sounds like not, they're they're I, they're pretty neutral on everything. I haven't I'm, seen any reason to dislike them yet, personally. I'm not saying we should trust Washington Post. I'm saying Trump didn't start it. There's been other people that have been saying that you can't blame but, the leader of the free world. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Can. I'm saying if the person who has the largest platform says something like that, and then immediately after him saying that, and since then there's been a spike in that behavior... It's like, it's the same thing with the Capitol, right? No, he didn't say go do it. He just said, let's march over here and go, come on, bro. Like, there's implicit, there's implicit. So Zach makes a a good comment here, though. He said, you know, viruses are traditionally named after the region they originated. So this is is, uh, standard. The virus was patented by. Zach, I'm very happy you brought that up. That also brings up the points. Um, What do you you think of these names, Prophet? How about uh, West Nile virus? Spanish flu. Ebola virus, came from. Uh, MERS, or Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, Lyme disease, norovirus, or Zika fever. Are those all racist terms? Are any of those... We don't call They Ebola, were all named after regions. We don't, exactly, regions, not an entire region. We didn't call it the Europe virus. We said the Spanish. We didn't call it the Africa virus. We said, right? Yeah, we're not calling it the Asia You're virus. We're calling it the China virus because yes, it came from China. Yes. The world. We're not like calling it the Wuhan Europe, Spain, virus. Like you just said, I'm not saying it's Asia. Said, it's China. You, no, not but it's not the Asians Wuhan virus. Chinese. We have to it came from that. Wuhan, But it's yes. not called the Wuhan virus. Okay. It was called what? It's, it's a nickname. Obviously, it's called okay, coronavirus. Okay. We all know that. So after this nickname, this hate monger that you don't agree that's a hate monger says it, and then the violence crime spike. What's that then? That's just a coincidence? Convenient timing? Well, I mean, if we're going to be bringing up those points, should we, uh, should we be Can blaming... Can the question? No, should we be blaming Bernie Sanders for the shooting of... We're C- not talking C- about schools? Bernie Sanders. We're not talking about schools. We're talking about Trump and the uptick since he said the word China virus to actual hate crimes against Chinese citizens. It's, well, it depends. Are you trying, to, are you trying to assume that he incited it? Um, don't... Like, rearrange my question. I'm asking you a yes or no question. I'm asking you for clarification on your question. What's the lack of clarification that you have? I'm asking you if you think that he, like, incited the, the uptick. Like, if you think it was his fault because of what he said. That's literally what I'm asking you. I don't think it's that. You no. don't? So you think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden, after him saying that, the amount of crimes... It may not against... be a coincidence, but in a court of law, it would not be... Uh, you couldn't charge him with incitement. Okay. We're not talking about the court of law. We saw how I the am. six played out. I'm talking about reality. I'm, I'm talking about in real life. There, someone says something that has a large platform, and then something happens, and the two things aren't related. They can be related without being incited. You know, we're looking for an excuses, right? And you know, when people are victimized of a crime, and you're helping, looking for an excuse for the the assaulting, not the victim. What that makes you associated to that crime with, and how? Right now, you're trying to excuse the person who just shot six people. I don't no, care why. Well, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 You are no, though. You are no, though. You are though. No, what? You are though. We were talking about Trump and him causing the spike. In yes, yes, and you by saying, and I'm saying that's not true. It's because the mainstream media started spewing that narrative. And, and why did they spew that narrative? Because he's the what? That was before he's what a regular he guy. Because he's a Wall Street. Owner, property holder, why are they spewing his narrative? Why are the mainstream media repeating what he says? Mainstream media was saying it before the president did it. 
but why were they saying it more afterwards? And why did, was there uptick in crimes against those people afterwards? I'm asking y'all that question. Why do you think that happened? Random occurrences, astronomy, like I want to know the answer to that question. I feel like a lot of Asian Americans want to know the answer to that question. And let's not I would love around to the know answer. the answer to that question. I don't know the answer to that question. That's the thing. Well, until it's you know the answer, and until the evidence comes out and it says that it's not a hate crime, why don't we just let it rest like that? But that's not how the no, courts that's work. Not, that's, that's but not, we're not. You have to prove we're not that in it's court. A hate you're crime. not a juror. You're not a juror. That's do, not do laws and courts not matter. Logic, because I could argue that same point against you. You could. Yeah, so we shouldn't just you could. make that assumption. Why wouldn't you argue that point against me, though? There's a reason why you're not. The burden of proof isn't on him. It's not about burden of proof. Yes, it is. Okay. It's innocent until proven guilty. That's a very important thing in America, and I don't, you know, it I happens, don't plan on getting rid of it It happens soon. occasionally enough that it's not that important of a thing as you think. Occasionally enough? How, I, I, don't, I don't know the... Uh, I could probably look up the statistics on Asian hate crimes, but... I'm looking at them right now. I said 40% after February when you said it, and another 90% since it happened last year. And my timeline is full of Asian Americans that I follow for other reasons. Great tattoo artists, good mm-hmm. finance people, good, good-looking women, whatever. I like their booty pics. But you know <laughs> what? No, no. But you know what? They're all, all their timelines are saying stop Asian hate. So right now, I'm not going to question whether they feel like this is a hate crime or not. I'm going to ride with them on this one. And if it turns out I'm wrong, we still should stop Asian hate, right? See, I would love I, to stop all Asian hate. I, mean, I think all of us would. Okay, so. I think all of us would. Nobody is arguing that it's good. not really proof, though, that we can't blame... A- Stuff. We can't blame someone specifically for the hate. If someone goes duck hunting and they shoot the six geese and they say me, oh, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to go geese hunting. I was trying to go duck hunting. I'm not going to believe them. How is that related whatsoever? <clears throat> Might be mine. Huh. I'm, I'm, con- I'm confused how, that's, how duck hunting when, or shooting geese when you're trying to go duck hunting is the same as... Trying to you're prove saying that this guy the went out with the intent of how and why they killed them is Asians. important. And I'm saying it's not important if it, the appearance of it is that he hurt a bunch of Asians. And a bunch of Asian people are telling me this is how they're hurt. And when this happens, this is how it's skirted around. It's made to be, oh, they didn't like the parlor. Oh, they didn't like the business in their neighborhood. Oh, they didn't like this. And they're saying, no, these are all versions of hate crimes against their community. Can we acknowledge their pain? I think Let's, we should all be I, I'm doing that, that part. So... That's just where I'm at with it. You asked me how I felt. I'm sorry for the families. I don't, I don't really care if he jerked off or he hated Asian people. I think he probably did both. We all, yeah, we're all sorry for the families. Nobody is saying that, you know, and we're yes, happy that I it do happened. hold Fuhrer hyping up his fans and people for saying that because after he did it, it's like other times when he hyped up his people, things happened. Then we should tell the mainstream media to stop making false reporting and not blame it on the president of the United States. He's part of the problem. Well, which one? Which one are we talking about now? <laughs> Former President Trump, I believe. They, you know, they don't blame Biden for anything. I blame him for a lot. I don't know who the they is. Mainstream media. media. Okay. Yeah. They don't. Uh, I, I would actually. I would have to concur with that. I think that there's probably a lot of bias going on there. But that's just me. I mean, it's my opinion. I can. I get my own opinion. That's what the show is all about. Yeah. Everyone can pitch in their two cents every once in a while. You know, I, I, and I don't really know a lot about this that you're talking about. So I want to talk about something that I can get in on this I conversation. Do, I, do think, <laughs> I do think the reason why the media doesn't jump down Biden's throat like they did Trump is because he acts remotely presidential. Maybe because he had experience in politics and knows how to, you know, maintain the I don't think he rem- acts remotely I, presidential whatsoever. I, I don't think you can formulate a sentence. 
I mean, I mean, I mean you're, you're, now you're making fun of his stutter, but that's okay. Wait, you, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear Ethan's. So I'm gonna partially agree. There is an effect where presidents being nice to the media helps them out because Bill Clinton tried to declare war on the press and that haunted him. But I still believe there is a there is a bias against conservatives. There is an extreme bias. There's also a bias sure. against people who don't say blatantly racist and hateful stuff all the time and don't pick sides and act divisive intentionally. Like name one divisive thing Trump's I mean Biden said so far. Throw oh. it out. No, no, so that not what he did, what he said. Give me a speech, give me a quote, a tagline that's gonna piss uh, partially this role. You ain't what voting was, for me if you ain't black. There you that, go. Okay, yeah. so you ain't black if you don't vote for me. That, I don't know how that affects y'all because none of y'all are black. It's my opinion on it. One, two, it's racist. Two, that was him campaigning, which wasn't the question I asked. I said, since he's been in office, tell me the divisive thing he said. We don't. Uh, he was, hasn't really had a press conference. I'm sorry. Yeah, he hasn't really done that either. He's so, really good at hiding in the shadows. No kidding. That was his entire. Campaign. So your answer is he hasn't right. Where at this well, point, I mean, like has said divisive stuff. At this stuff, point, just not to at the this media. point. Hundred days into Trump's, he said a bunch of divisive stuff intentionally, on top of saying divisive stuff to get to the job. Right, so you're comparing apples and oranges. The guy conducts himself better. He wears better fitting suits, even. You know what I mean? Like the guy carries himself more like a president, not more like a Wall Street goon or he's not even a Wall Street goon. A real estate goon is what Trump tries to be. I'm not gonna lie. I really don't care how a president acts. I care more about what they get. But done the in press office. does, and that's how they get treated differently. And we all know that, except. The last one, apparently. But you can say... <laughs> it couldn't learn that in the four the years liberal, he had the job. The liberal media went directly after Mitt Romney all the time. Even the moderator like, sided with Obama. And that's clear. There's a clear virus. I mean, sorry. A clear bias. And we see it on social media, too. Conservatives get banned, censored. And that's just a fact. Yeah, now, that, now actually that you bring up that point about Mitt Romney, I, do, I am going to have to partially agree with you as well. Because... Uh, Mitt Romney recently has been uh, treated a personally from what I've seen, he's been uh, treated a lot nicer from the media nowadays because he sides with Democrats on basically everything. And he has been kind of treated a little better than he was back in 2012. Yeah, I do remember that. So I, I am going to have to agree with you. The 2012 debate was, it was considered the breaking point of Mitt Romney's campaign because they were discussing an issue. And then the moderator went out of his way to agree without them taking the time and saying, oh, Obama, what's your response? He was yeah. like, yeah, Mitt Romney's wrong on this. Yeah. And I was, that completely tanked mm-hmm. Romney's campaign. So, yeah. So, yeah. I think I, I remember I would, that. I would mm-hmm. say just like Ethan, like I, I partially agree with you, but I also agree that there is still a, a liberal bias against conservatives, for sure. It's, I, I don't even know how you could argue that. But I do get your point, and I think that's uh, a good observation. But I still do still think overall that it's a fact. It's how you treat people. Like it's how you treat. It's, it's how you treat people. And it's how you appear to treat people. Like no, no, one, still, no one, no one hated Ellen until that stuff came out about her because the way she carries herself generally is well spoken, class personified, dressed well. Speak, I mean, like she never mm-hmm. insulting. She's also, never condescending. I'm trying to tell you, there's also a variable of what you believe in. There, you could there, there there's could be personal a, bias as well. Yeah, yes. there's very good. People that are conservative that are being slandered by the media because they're conservative. Yeah, that's and, and especially on big tech as well. Part of that's I think part of that's just your party. Like the what what the liberals don't have to deal with. The one question that we can answer is we don't have Nazis in our party. Our group, our circle, our group doesn't have those people in it. The hate people tend to jump to y'all side. I don't know why. 
That's I, not, I, I, think not you could, I think you could so. be completely wrong on that. I, I mean, you would think so. I think there are people on both sides. I don't think, like, no, the people who actually carry swastikas and the. They aren't on our side. They're not in the liberals' parties. They're not in our group. They're That's Democrats. Right, right, but the people that caused over $6 billion in damage last year to our country were not on our side, though. Uh, I'm not defending Nazis, but how, many, how much property did they destroy last year? I, I don't... I don't like Nazis. I'm just... Okay. Disclaimer out. I, I want like to change topics. So, so we, we, we should, because what I'm going to say back to that is what Martin Luther King would say. Right is the language of the unheard. So you had $60 million worth of people not heard. After but mad violence was committed against the community, was it riot, riot or protest? Hun- demonstrations, actually, for hundreds of years. Didn't so I hear you? So, if you want to have a conversation about the, about the six riots. billion dollars, we could talk about the twenty-eight trillion dollars as America's losses a total from racism. We can talk about the things that led up to those riots and the mood of the communities and the times when it happened. Unless you want to have that entire conversation, let's not have the vic- the vacuum victimless conversation about property damage. That's probably insured. How about we? Uh, how about we talk about Cardi B? I want to talk about Cardi B. Into that. <laughs> and then Katie wants to talk about Cardi nice B topic. too. Katie's over there. Yep. I think it's time to just change the topic a little bit. <laughs> that was that this, this is probably Cardi B. <laughs> this has got to be my favorite story in the news right now. So for sure, me too. Uh, conservative commentator Candace Owens has decided that she is going to be suing Cardi B for defamation over a Photoshop tweet that was posted by Cardi B. Oh my gosh, is this getting okay. interesting? Love Candace Owens. <laughs> I oh my, I love Candace Owens. I don't love Karen Owens, but I do love Cardi B. BX in the building, y'all. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Not Cardi. What are, you, what are you trying to do over there? So um, yeah, this is coming after a tweet. Let me pull up my notes here. Uh, so Cardi B posted a Photoshop tweet of Candace Owens. Um. In which the tweet said, this is Candace Owens, it said, um, yes, my husband did cheat on me with my brother. Yes, he said no when I asked to join them. So Cardi B uh, tweeted that out. Um, Candace Owens said she wasn't having any of it, and now they are going to court over it. So I think this is going to be very interesting. And Candace Owens has been making some pretty... Pretty funny remarks on Twitter. I don't think you can honestly say that they're not funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm pulling them up right now. So, I enjoyed. Uh, the I, I, I don't moves. know anything Candace Owens does. So her uh, her most recent. Um, okay, sorry her, to interrupt, but can I explain who Candace Owens? Yeah, yeah, just go over who no, Candace I, I Owens is. I don't, oh. I don't, I don't. Oh, but okay. to the viewers, if you don't know who she is, uh, she's a conservative commentator and. She right now does stuff for PragerU and has her own show. And she just recently started working for The Daily Wire. Yep. She'll be working with Benny Shapiro. So that'll be a good time. Anyways, uh, in Candace Owens' most recent tweet, she says, I am a forgiving person, but Cardi knew the tweet was doctored. Knew it was about private family members and spent a full day lying to her millions of fans saying she knew it was real. That's next level psychopathic. But to be expected from a woman who has drugged and robbed men. Shout out to Cardi wow. on her new single, Up. I think it just went gold. Loving you, Cardi. Wow. Party gang in the building. Nice. <laughs> I, I personally can't stand her music. <laughs> I, I hate Cardi B. I love the effect you have when I play you at any large venues like this weekend. I love how the crowd goes wild when they hear your voice. You are special, Cardi B. Love you. <laughs> two sides here. Talking. Any more information on Cardi B? Um, There's me. Also, shout out to the whole QC. That whole management group, y'all guys are doing amazing things. 
And a shout out to Taylor Swift. Love you. <laughs> just, just shout outs here. T Swift. Shout out T Swift. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there speaking we go. of the great. Stuff? Hold on, let me. Uh... There you go, Paul. Turn his mic on. Who's talking? I was gonna say this. Uh, you know, I, I, I totally disagree with the idea that WAP should be on the Grammys when they're canceling all this other stuff. But I will say Cardi B has some pretty awesome beats. She's very talented. Oh my God. She's got some sick beats. I mean, I got, I got, I got some kickers in my car, and it sounds good, <laughs> all right? Because <laughs> we're at there the age go. when there was a song called My Neck, My Back, and neither one of us had a problem with that song. So let's stop it. Let's stop oh, it. Yeah, stop. Let's stop it. School. Although, come on, man. They, they weren't doing that on the Grammys. <laughs> talking about? <laughs> like, we should just stop canceling this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, how about no, how TV? About, how about everyone just stop being oh, so soft? Oh, we got a phone call. Pause, everyone. This. Be like, we like this music. This is what we endorse. A child's company could be like, we don't like this image. This is not what we endorse. This is not going to make us money. That's how companies work. Hello, can you hear us? I can. All right, what's up? Um, so I, I can't, I have to go on here anonymously. Okay. Um. But let's put it this way. I have a tax, or I, I work for a large bank and I have that migrants in the past two weeks are sending. So, um, so I, I can't, I have to go on here. Can you take me off the air? Oh, wait, are you done? Or. Well, like, we could hear, like, an echo in the background. Okay. I mean, like, they don't there? want to be on there. He's talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, done? <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. Well, that was interesting. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. Anyone who's got a topic idea. Should we? All right. We have a bunch more topics, so let's get to them. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, let's go. Moving on from uh, Mrs. Wop. Uh, <laughs> so, let's, let's move to President Biden. So... <laughs> something uh, very, very particular of Mr. Biden has happened once again. Another gaffe made, and you love to see it. You honestly do. So uh, this time, what did he do? He accidentally referred to Kamala Harris as President Harris. Oh, my gosh. Oh it really makes you wonder who is oh. in charge. Okay, we're going oh, to try this again. Hello, can you hear us? Yes, can you, can, I don't want to go on the air. I oh. just want, I just want you to bring up the topic. Okay. Okay. Uh, basically, we can't right now. Uh, if you want to call back later after the show, we could do that. That works out. Okay. Okay. All right. I will, hang on. Let me just. Yeah, get his down. number down. Let me just get your number down quick. Oh. So is, you were talking about Biden? Paul Paul? Yep. Yeah, Paul's mm-hmm. here. You talking about Biden? Yeah. Yeah, let me talk to Paul real quick. Okay. I will give you, I'll give him your phone number. It's all right. All right. Okay, thanks. Tell him it's Gail. Okay. All right, thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. So coming from Snopes, uh, talking about President Biden, uh, this is from uh, Snopes Fact Checkers. It says, uh, the article is called, Did Biden Say President Harris During a Speech? And... The claim is that a video shows U.S. President Joe Biden accidentally referring to Vice President Kamala Harris as President Harris. The rating from Snopes, 100% true. 
Uh, so this quote was coming from Joe Biden talking about his um, his quote unquote uh, like the big movements he's made as far as vaccinations go. And we all know where the I think we should all know where the uh, real credit should be left. But um, so he said, and I quote. We are also supplying vaccines to community health centers to reach those who have been hit hardest hit. The hardest hit and suffered the most, especially black, Latino, Native American, and rural communities. Race baiting, you gotta love it. Okay. But he, also conti- he continues saying this correct is statistics, but go ahead. He also says this is really important because we believe that speed and efficiency must be matched with fairness and equity. Now, when President Harris and I took a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago, one of the nurses on that tour injecting people, giving vaccinations, said that each shot was like administering a dose of hope. A dose of hope. That's how she phrased it. End quote, Joe Biden, 2021. Oh, my God. For the little girls out there, um, I'm sure he was just forecasting. Oh, well, I wouldn't honestly be surprised if Kamala Harris is running this country. I don't even know if Joe Biden remembers what he had for breakfast this morning, if he's even still awake. Maybe. I have um, no idea. So I, I'm, I honestly kind of feel bad for the guy. Uh, there was a video like going around, like I think, two weeks ago. He looked like he had no idea where he was. You mean like Trump every time he danced at the end of a rally? That was funny. That was funny. That was He also that didn't know where, where he was either. He looked completely clueless, but my opinion. Oh, I think he, know what he, he knew what he was doing. I think I, Trump knew he what he was, was doing the entire time. Yeah, he knew he was hate-mongering. You're right. Actually, you're right. I got you. <laughs> he didn't know that. All right. No, he was... I, I, I didn't look at uh, President Trump that way. I tried to kind of ignore his silliness, and I actually kind of just found him kind of funny. He was really, he was really amusing. I'd invite to the, I'd invite that man to a party. I would invite Donald <laughs> Trump to a party. <laughs> See, and that's the problem, and that's what I think you guys don't get is why the media bashes on him. The person that you invite to a party isn't the person that you actually pick you up at four o'clock in the morning. That's a different, more responsible friend, and you want that friend running the government, not the party friend. But teach his own. Okay. But I mean, when the party friend is in, well, in this case, when the president is doing what the president was doing. Yeah, I would say that he would be a pretty good choice. Party so. man was delivering. Party man was delivering for sure. I'm the DJ. Don't expect me to pick anyone's ass up at four o'clock in the morning. That's not. <laughs> oh, my days of that are over, dude. I would. I'd still be up. I'm a night owl. Oh, screw that, dude. I got to work, I gotta work too early in the morning. Yeah. Um. Anyways, all right. So speaking about President Biden, um, you want to talk fear mongering and warmongering. Uh, President Biden and my my quote was hate mongering, but hate mongering. Sure, that's, that's, sure, that was sure. a smooth transition. All right, sure. But uh, Biden has called out President or uh, was he, is he a president? Who Vladimir Putin? Yes, President President President, yeah, president, president. Vladimir Putin. Uh, so Joe Biden was quoted. Uh, I don't have the exact quote on me, but uh, he basically called Vladimir Putin a killer. Not a very good idea, I don't think, to go after our second biggest geopolitical enemy. Actually, he is a killer, but... Okay, yeah, yes. I mean, he worked yes, for the, the Russian yes. Secret Service for decades. So yes, I mean. and um, so Putin responded with a video where he says, and I quote, I wish him good health. Um, he says that he means it with no, like, kind of smirky, like, 
fear mongering intent. Mm-hmm. Like he genuinely wishes. Because when Russian mob says wish I you good health, I don't know if I. <laughs> hey, I don't. Hey, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know if I trust him very much either. But um, yeah, that's some pretty big stuff. And he's uh, just trying to take the high ground. Honestly, yeah. just for China's just been trying to. They always just poke us. Mm-hmm. And so uh, then Vladimir Putin goes on and he basically asks Biden to debate him live. Yeah. So uh, he responded to Biden by saying that he wanted to invite him to discuss relations uh, virtually, provided that it is direct and live streamed. And a lot of people like that kind of just sounds like a normal like discussion between two people. But the mm-hmm. way that people are kind of playing it up is that he wants to debate him. I don't know if that's what it is, but I honestly would I would be very interested in seeing that. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that uh, Putin has been saying for years is that because he's been in power for so long, he just laughs at us because we have, you know, people in power for four years. And then whenever they try to get something done, then the next person comes in and squashes it. So Putin has been doing this for ever now. Yeah. So everything that he does, he's literally if it wasn't Russia, like if it was any other country, we wouldn't have invaded them by now. Because of Putin, like he'd been, he'd been the Gaddafi, he'd been the Saddam, he'd been the, um, what's the guy from Cuba? He'd been the Fidel, he'd been the Che Guevara. We just wouldn't invade them by now, or we would have said, "What's the other play we do? We always send like, maybe that's what we're doing right now. That's why Putin arrested that guy because he's not actually Russian; he's American. The one guy that's going Navalny. up against Putin. Navalny. That's the other thing we do, right? We we like, hey, you guys should vote for him and say he's really close. America loves him. <laughs> yeah, we we often. Regular elections for foreign relations. That's what we did in basically everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. In Venezuela, yeah. Uh, so uh, that caller, I got a little bit more insight as to what he was talking about. And, you know, we want to answer our caller's questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, let's get into this really quick. And then afterwards, Katie, if you want to do uh, our Southtown sponsor there, we, yeah. uh, we'll, go, we'll go there. But <clears throat> so basically what he brought up is that so he works for a bank. And uh, I know my wife, I, I, she works for a bank, too. And I, I know they see all kinds of stuff like this that goes on. But he was saying that uh, there was uh, a Somalian uh, gentleman that got uh, almost $13,000 in a tax return. But then he got another 8400 in stimulus, uh, which would probably be a result of him having multiple children. And he had sent uh, over $16,000 of that overseas. So this is stimulus money that we're all supposed to be getting for things to, you know, boost our economy. And this guy, he got the money and he just sent it right overseas. I'm not surprised. I can't say I'm surprised one bit. We were giving, what, like $125 million to Pakistani gender programs in that most recent COVID stimulus bill? It's just human nature. Yeah, but this is just somebody that directly got the money that was supposed to stimulate our economy and then just ended up wire transferring all that money overseas. And like I'm saying, I'm not surprised by that. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, honestly, I don't blame him. The top 1% also does that. My question is how much, how did he get get that much? That's my question. Well, because if you think about it, if you had like six kids and you're getting probably $1,400 a kid, um, and then, oh, not only that, but uh, the tax return, he was on government benefits, so he didn't even have a job. Pro- Profit, what do, you, what, do you go, what do you think about this? Um, I think it's an interesting conversation. Yeah, it, for sure, for sure. I don't, I don't. Um, so, a bunch of countries didn't have stimulus at all as well, or didn't face the, the, the virus the way we did, but they do face other problems like 
there's parts of the world going through famine. There's a labor struggle that's been going on for like a month and a half that we never talk about in India, where it's literally the size of the U.S. on strike, um, which affects a bunch of other things, including prices of commerce mm-hmm. and how things move. Um, the Yes, the purpose of the stimulus was to stimulate our, eco- our economy. But if mm-hmm. that was the actual genuine purpose, then it wouldn't have been timed. I don't know if you guys were paying attention when I said it's probably going to drop on Valentine's Day. I was off. It dropped on St. Paddy's Day. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not meant to stimulate us. It's meant to stimulate the 1%. That's the false reader. They use the market to indicate whether the economy is doing good. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's supposed to work. It was not actually meant to benefit us. So if this man figured out a way to actually benefit his family and his loved ones with it, props, bro. Yeah, 10 stimulus bills, depending... Actually, both parties do this. I'm going to call both parties out. All They say they're for the workers, but they only give to the top 1% or the bottom 1%. They don't actually care about the working class. And in, in reality, like, we don't know his situation. Like, the person that's giving us information wanted to be anonymous. So we're, mm-hmm. we're looking at this guy anonymously from an anonymous source. So, so this yeah. anonymous source doesn't know this person. They don't know, like what their day-to-day is, why yeah. they're on disability or yeah. why they're getting government assistance. We could be talking about a veteran right now. Yeah. That could be going to Americans and they live in another country right now. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We're making an that's assumption. Why, mm, that's why we're not going too far. And that person is making an assumption, I think, just by giving us this information a little bit, which is probably mm-hmm. why he wanted to stay anonymous. So I'm not going to feed into the assumptions any further, mm-hmm. but I'm going to assume that it went to someone in need because, or... Or the guy's an investor, and he's using his stimulus money to stimulate himself, and that mm-hmm. money's going to come back to the United States ten yeah. full times and would benefit our economy, but we don't know. I think it's because yeah. normally what happens is that they go to foreign banks to invade taxes. That's basically why they people do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I had a really quick question. Um, so for anyone listening at home or wherever you may be listening to this. Um, could you kind of explain how a stimulus check that was made for people that were making under, I think it was like 80,000 a year, how that is benefiting the 1%. Could you like uh, branch out on that a little more? Cause they didn't directly get the money obviously. Okay. So it's, it's way simpler than that. Um, mm-hmm. In this room right now, if we all check our clothing tags, probably going to be one in three or four companies that are actually manufactured and owned by two large company, like clothing-making mm-hmm. firms. They actually, they, the firm does a lot. They actually do uh, houses, too. They own the Berkshire Group. They own a lot. They own Louis Vuitton and Haynes. Yeah. They own the a monopolies. lot. Um, that's that 1%, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's owned yeah. by a small trust. If you look at the board of directors in that trust, they're probably the same board of directors on Coca-Cola, on mm-hmm. that computer and this computer, even though that's yeah. a Mac and this is a... Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, like, no, yeah, I, I got that's it. That's how that it. works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we spend that 1000 on... A phone, which is one of these big companies, some soda, which is one of yeah. those big companies, yeah. some clothes, which is one of these companies. Yeah. And the money trickles up to that 1%. This and then is, we go to work. <laughs> you pay is, taxes, and that goes to the other group, the legislatures. It's stuff like this, like these COVID stimulus packages and what you were saying about the 1% getting richer. I totally agree with you there. I think the one solution that everyone should just try to get behind is opening the economy for everybody, fully open. I think that's what we need to do. What do you mean by that? Elaborate. Like, go back to normal. And instead of trying to force people to wear masks and trying to force people to social distance, because that's going to create some incentive by people who think that, you know, people, people like me, like people who don't want to listen to the government. Like, I would have been totally fine wearing a mask. I was totally fine washing my hands until people started telling me to do it. It incentivized me not to do it. 
because I don't want to listen to those authorities. But I, I think it, it, we should really focus a lot more on education. My, uh, my dad actually, uh, he broke out with me like on a little bit, uh, a little bit more on this, but he said um, he thinks it would have been a lot better idea if he, or if we just gave people education on what to do instead of trying to tell them what to do. So instead of forcing them to put a mask on, let's say, hey, we have this, these statistics so far that are saying that masks work. It's up to you guys, but here's the information. So I, I like to go like a lot of what, um, off of what he says because he works at the hospital. He's directly like basically in the middle of all this COVID stuff. So, I mean, that's, that's what his uh, medical advice was. And I totally agree with him on that. So I just thought that I would yeah, share except that. Good, good. There's people who eat McDonald's 24-7. And do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, but that's their choice. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if people want to go out and they want to make bad decisions, let them. But the, people who don't want to get affected by bad decisions should know that they are people not, making okay, bad so decisions. So I'm not a behavioral scientist, but I can argue that number is just as group as your, large as your group of people who are going to be defiant just off of the inner desire to be defined and not follow rules, right? Like, so we can't play to everyone's, like, psychological mind state. And it's too many people. It's 300 million of us. Oh, I'm not saying that everybody... <laughs> I'm not saying that everybody in the entire United States is now saying because the government forced me to. I don't But no, to. that's a big piece of it, right? Like, that's a chunk of people saying, oh, I don't trust the government. Yeah. The government's not... Like, I don't trust the government on the vaccine part, so I agree with you on that, but yeah. I don't think we're 9 billion people on this planet. I think... The freaky stuff from all the sci-fi movies are going to start happening. I'm going to wear my mask. You guys don't. And when you grow extra legs and arms and all the crazy stuff happen to you, maybe it happened to me too and this happened, I'll grow the extra thong to my mask. Maybe I won't. But I'll feel safer knowing that okay. I won't grow one having a mask on. That's just my personal comfort. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's your choice. You wear a mask. Go ahead and you, you do you. The science I'm a that says that if you can get a population to wear it for six weeks, it cuts the spread of it down by 95%. That's an actual fact. The places who apply that science, they don't have to wear masks at all, and they don't need to be vaccinated. They're not being sold. Australia's not being sold up on the vaccine. They're not talking about the vaccine news every day because they got past the problem. We're still in the midst of the problem, looking for the escape route, and still not truly dealing with the problem. It's the problem. Like, that's the issue. Got it. It's, it's funny. I am going to pause here. Katie's interrupting. I have a sponsor to do. Just, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> I was like waiting there. All right, Southtown Poorhouse. Every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse. Get half price appetizers and tabs every day from four to six thirty. And Thursdays are even better with Thursday night steak night. Get a ten ounce hand cut ribeye with a side of loaded mashed potatoes, just for twelve bucks from five to nine, and add a side salad for only two bucks. And three dollar quarter. Or pounders on Thursdays too, and make sure to check out the Southtown Poorhouse events page to find out when your favorite band is playing live. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse, 2015 Library Circle in Grand Forks, next to the Grand Cities Mall. Call at 701-757-3825. Every day is a great day at Southtown Poorhouse. There. <laughs> All right, back to you guys. All right, so I think I just want to touch on that um, that thing that you brought up about mass and how they what, – what did you say about them decreasing the spread? What was that statistic you brought up? Uh, WHO said if 95% of the population wore the mass – no, I'm saying it backwards. 
if I forgot the exact wasn't number. Wasn't it like 60? No, it was the highest number. It was like if most of the population wore the mask for six weeks. No, you're right. If 95% of the population wore the mask for six weeks, that the presence of the virus would be effectively mitigated. So I don't really trust the World Health Organization from the way that they handled the coronavirus at the, the beginning of the outbreak. They were wrong about a lot of things. They were covering for China. We all know that. But uh, actually, the, the, it's very interesting that you say that because there's also counter evidence against masks working. I, th- I think there's obviously there's conflicting arguments on both sides. There's studies that say it work and there's studies that say it doesn't work. But I just wanted to bring up this point. Uh, this is coming from the actual the CDC itself. Um, this was released on March 12th. And basically the summary is that it says uh, universal masking and avoiding non-essential indoor spaces are recommended to mitigate the spread of COVID-19. How much do they work when you implement mask mandates? Uh, within the first 20 days of implementing a mask mandate, the uh, daily COVID-19 case and death growth rates drop down 0.5%. And within the first 100 days, it only reaches 1.8%. So I just thought I wanted to bring that up. The CDC itself is saying that mask mandates don't work, really. I mean, they work, but not really only decreasing at 0.5 and 1.8% in the first 100 days. My only problem was the lockdowns, and that's all I have to say. Mm. I don't really care about the masks, but... So I, I'm going to go back to saying that my opinion is irrelevant. The countries that listen to those CDC and W... Well, not CDC, but the WHO guidelines and some of the CDC guidelines are... Free and partying. And if you're a DJ in that country, you're probably having a great summer mm-hmm. and living your spring break up. So. And, I mean, there are a lot of factors that go into it. They probably, a lot of countries have smaller populations. They have different cultures. You know, there's, there's a lot of things. It's, it's not really. the it's, CDC guidelines. You it's, know. Not, it's not really fair to compare other countries to I would have just the United States. had a mask mandate and then not locked the country down. And that's how I I would, I would honestly, if I had to choose from those two, I would agree with you. If I was forced to choose. If I was going my way, I would say open everything. Mm-hmm. No mask mandates. Wear one if you want. That's what I would say. I think what meant by, uh, looks like, quiet voices. Masks do not work. Zero proof. And the WHO is funded by the Gates Foundation. Ooh. I do Anybody think there is some connection. Between, I think there is some connection between the money there. I don't have the time to fact check it if one of you guys want to do it, but... Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but uh, I know the CDC itself also said uh, one time that anybody who wears those like those blue surgical masks that are like the most popular, you see everybody wearing them. Um, if you touch the front of it whatsoever with uh, with your hands, renders it completely useless. There is no point in wearing a mask at that point. Those neck gaiters you see everybody still wearing around are actually worse to wear than not wearing a mask at all. So people wearing those, what it does, uh, long, like to summarize it, it basically just has the same effect as like a water gun. So instead of uh, your air coming out and it's spreading all throughout the room, what it does is actually like minimizes it and it shoots it out at a farther distance. That's so. why Fauci said there were more than one based off that. And that's, I'm just, I'm not giving my opinion on it, but that's how that occurred is because what you, if that were true, yeah, I, Dr. Fauci should have been fired a long time ago, though. Let's be completely honest. He was Obama fired. Exactly, and he deserved to stay off. 
the political well, I scene. I mean, someone was in a rush to undo everything Obama did. So, oh, speaking of like, I saw a comment said uh, Biden looks like a puppet, and <laughs> I just wanted to say that we know that I think we talked about a few podcasts ago. The four years takes about sixteen to twelve years off the average man's life. We don't know how it affects women. So we're looking at a seventy-seven-year-old man. Uh, is that correct? 76, 77-year-old man. I think, I think he's 78. Probably. Maybe 78. I think he's okay. 78. And he's done the job for a quarter of the year. So he's already put like two or three years on his life. So he's about 80, 81 now already. He's you done, mean, it, like, he's done not, it for over not, half his life. I'm okay. saying not to be crude, not to be like rude. You he's know been like, for like 48 years. So maybe his, like, his dog years work a little different. He's probably only like nine months through. But still, <laughs> in a little bit of time has passed, he's aged. You can see it. He's already mm-hmm. aging significantly from the, oh, just lo- the stress he of the job. Is a, he looks like a completely different person from even just looking at him when he was vice president. If you yeah, compare like, those pictures... Mm-hmm. If you were to like, if you were to, if you were to show me like these those two guys like next to each other, and I didn't know who it was, I would not assume it was the same person. Yeah, I love looking at previous presidents like when they were campaigning, they're sworn in, and then the end of their fourth term. Oh yeah, and then like, have you seen Bill Clinton lately? Yeah, bro, looks like the Crip Keeper. (laughs) (laughs) It's rough. (laughs) It is though. It's rough out there. Like, oh, I would never want that job. Jeez. Zach says, no, don't wish death on anyone, but Zach is betting for July. <laughs> All right. I'm actually okay with that. President Harris happened sooner than we thought. But again, I'm, at, <laughs> the week that we had, I'm not seriously not wishing death on anyone. Um, just just the, the two words put together, President and Harris, just gives me shivers. <laughs> it's a terrifying thought. She, there was a reason that she dropped out of the race so early in her home state, and it was because she literally got pummeled in her home state. So, she dropped out of the race before I think the votes were even counted. So, because she, I think she received like what less than like two percent of the vote in her home state, something like, yeah, that. Something like that. Nobody likes her. Like so. you can't Iowa. No one I'm one of those nobodies though. So no right. one cares about Iowa caucus. So like the winner doesn't determine the outcome anymore. And yeah, yeah. Cruz won Iowa, and yeah, yeah. And then All he right. went to where was that? Where did he go to again? And people were freaking out. Cancun or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Cancun. He said that global warming is not a thing. Blamed the 2% of green power that state has. He was one of the people who helped make the grid the way it is by passing some law- legislature through. And then his exact quote, I believe a year and a half ago, was global warming is real when Texas freezes over. So when Texas <laughs> is freezing over, I do not think the play is to go on vacation with your family. But... Yeah, I think that's funny because, like, one of the biggest climate activists, if you know John Kerry, was literally spotted on an airplane, like, two, three days ago without a mask on. And, you know, big uh, big old climate activist over here taking airplanes where he needs to go. Turns out they might be a little important. I think I saw, too, that uh, showing all the celebrities at the Grammys all partying and not wearing masks. But in the state of California, if you do that, it's actually a fine. But it doesn't matter to them because they're elites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it oh, sorry, Prof. There you go. It doesn't matter to them because the fines are dropping the bucket. Mm. It's, it's rules for thee, but not for me. That's why people like uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom was able to go out and eat at a very high and fancy restaurant. I love when where he After he decides to close like every other restaurant in California. I love when celebrities complain about how hard their life is during the lockdown on Instagram Live. Let's shut up. You have a mansion. And just shut up. Yeah. You stay home all day and you Which play video games to make money. Which means they have mansion property taxes and they're not making show money anymore. Mm-hmm. Wait. 
Yeah. Like I think a lot of you people forget the, the <laughs> margins in the entertainment industry is very similar to like the margins in the restaurant business and that a bad mm-hmm. week, a bad month, a bad song, over-investing money in the video that you can't now release because the whole country's locked down. You wait two months and the song was this thunder. You just lost $100,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You're not gonna get that back. Like, a, I'd rather be sitting on a few mil, though, than and, and you where can't, I'm at right now. And you can't, like, book a tour or mm-hmm. do a couple stops or do a show because even TV wasn't the same. Remember, like, you couldn't even go. Like, they weren't doing guests on shows. Every show was the cast, the actual cast of the shows, like, the talk mm-hmm. shows would be at home. So on at that point, you can't streets. even get, like, a guest. Yeah, you can't even get, like, a guest appearance on the show to mm-hmm. make money. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Your property pack is still hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. do yeah, I sell my house now, or do I hope that I get a bailout too? Like, seriously, like these people, like we make this assumption because they're wealthy. They're not dealing with. They still have ba- bills. They still have light bills. They still have to pay taxes. They still have kids. Mm-hmm. They still have mouths mm-hmm. to feed. And because they're such a big entity, they're a business themselves. Yeah. So if I fail, my mom, my aunt, my cousin, my my driver fails. Now I have to tell my driver, hey, bro, not only do I need you to drop that car off the dealership when you're done with that, hop on the bus because I don't need you no more. You mean like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not just them. So she it's, also was complaining on the Daily Show. So I was like, "Shut up!" Yeah. But I, yeah. you're completely right. I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's affected everyone. But um, I think, I think the point that Ethan is trying to make is that even though it has affected everyone, um, I would rather be sitting on a few million dollars during the COVID pandemic than someone who is struggling to About, make money before it even I happened. guess that wasn't really the point. Oh, that's what I got. That, that, that's, that's just what I brought. That's, oh. what, that's, that's what I got from it. Is yes, everyone was being affected, but like I would rather be sitting on a big stack of cash if I was mm-hmm. forced out of work rather than yep. people being forced out of work and having nothing to rely on. So I love that was the sound not, effects. That was Come not on. funny whatsoever, Katie. That effects. was depressing. Come on. I appreciate Katie's timing. <laughs> Paul, you're about to lose your job over here, man. <laughs> no way. <laughs> not used to this on camera stuff, but you know, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. My face is literally matching my shirt right now. Beautiful. So Beautiful. You love to like see it. Three feet taller than Katie. What? Oh, yeah. I tried to raise the chair. There you go. All right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but no, the Grammys were actually, I don't know if anyone watched it. Uh, it's not the first time. I think the BET was the first one to start it, but like this new format of. The music portions, like I used to hate watching award shows because I only mm-hmm. wanted to see like the performance portions, and uh, I I thought it was awesome that they're starting to do like basically mini music videos. Like I don't know if you guys noticed it, but it's literally they'll do a whole, it's like a whole production. There's a whole set. There's a whole pieces. They're they're like uh, video directors. Like sometimes they have actually like actual like high end movie directors doing these little cutscenes. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a higher I think a higher quality production performance for the people sitting at home than before when we just got to watch. Like, the people on stage before, I used to feel like those shows, if you were there, damn, that's an awesome show. You get to see the fireworks and Katy Perry jumping around, but, like, mm-hmm. and you're sitting watching your TV, like, I just watched the music video. It's actually kind of cooler. Exactly. Now, the production level, I think, is switched, where, like, those pieces are actually, like, really dope. They get to mm-hmm. do things and incorporate CGI. And, you know what I mean? Like, just do interesting, cool... Yeah. Uh, and it's, don't, like, even as far as that ta- goes... The Super Bowl halftime show, it seemed like, almost. Yeah. 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 Like, even mm-hmm. that, that was such a big... Yeah. I mean, he spent a lot of money. He spent, like, five mil on it. I mean, yeah. personally, even as far as that goes, yes, I, I think there's been a lot of technological advances, like like you said, the Super Bowl. I would still rather go to a concert, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. rather. Yeah, but I mean, was the- for, as a consumer, I think just the quality of the award shows are better now because they have to 
they're making those parts for us as well, not just, mm-hmm. not just for the people that yeah. pay a million dollars for those tickets. You know, It's kind of like you get what you get and you don't throw a fit, but what we actually got was a little better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's seriously. So, yeah, yeah. That's seriously. Pretty much that's what we're yeah. living in now. So, All right. Well, any other topics anyone's got? Last minute statements, shall I say? I'm running out of stuff. All right. Prop. Good. Uh, or, I don't know. Anything else you anything want to touch on? I do want to say minute? that uh, there are a few jurors that get kicked off of the um, Floyd case. <laughs> yep, all of them, I for, think. For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blank. For people who, no, no. For people who have seen, like, who remember Rodney King. I was watching something on the Oprah show, like an old episode of the Oprah show about the Rodney King trial. And um, things are starting to happen that seem familiar. I'm not going to like, go any further than that. We'll see how next week plays out. But things are starting to happen that seem familiar. So. All right. Well, I think that was a great show, everyone. I have oh, one more yeah, thing one to more say. Thing? Ethan? May or may Why not, not be running for office. <laughs> no. Oh. <way. laughs> we'll have to see how this goes. Whoa. Really? We're not going to touch on this anymore. We're going to leave you with a cliffhanger. Yeah. Okay. What? Until next. Oh, there we go. There we go. Am I good now, Paul? <laughs> Wait, are you going to read that second ad? Did you read that second ad? Yeah, she did already. Oh, There's God. No I must have blanked out. <laughs> but uh, no, I do want to thank everyone for tuning in. Katie, Ethan, and Ben. We only had one Ben today. And Paul <laughs> hiding off in the corner doing whatever he does. He's actually been the guy interacting <laughs> with you guys in the chat today mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Most of the chat. Um, to our YouTube listeners, people that just tune into the pod and download us, we love the downloads. Do that more. Send it to your friends. Just be annoying and spam For your friends sure. with the podcast. Send yeah. it to everybody you know. We're trying <laughs> to grow this podcast as much as we can. My hate mail numbers have been down the last couple weeks. So you guys yeah, are not same. doing your jobs. I haven't yeah. received any slanders. Exactly. exactly. I haven't either. So you, guys kind of you guys aren't sharing it enough. But no, we do appreciate everyone for tuning mm-hmm. in. If you want to watch the replay, it's always on Facebook, but you can watch it on gfbestsource.com. Damn. Check it out. You can find me, Profit McFly. Make sure you spell it right. P-R-O-F-I-T. Not the other way. I don't tell the future. I just want to get a bag. Um, <laughs> All right. And we'll be here next week. Are we on Thursday next week? Yeah. Oh, we're so. on every week, right. every week, 7 p.m. We'll be on Make sure to Thursday. come back. Tune in. Tune you guys. in. Turn Thanks. on post notifications, like, subscribe, <laughs> comment. All right. I think that will do it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us or listening. And you all have a great weekend. Peace out. Peace. Why is my son in that casket? Why he get caught lacking? Why was he acting tough?